welcome to a very special episode of the Birds of Good Podcast, the very first mystery episode um, where one of us has watched a movie and the other one hasn't. Uh, this movie is one of my favorites, and it's uh, a movie that has actors in it, and things happen, and we're going to discuss that. So please know that if you listen to this episode, you run the risk of having a movie spoiled for you. Uh, hopefully not, but just know that going forward. Uh, and if you can guess it, you know, feel free to play along. Zach, are you ready? You have to ask me the yeah. question. Oh, um, but Hunter, I yes. have a kind of chip. In my <laughs> give, me, give me like two seconds. I didn't think I had to ask it because it's a mystery. You have to ask. You have to do everything as, as you would. But Hunter, yes. But is Happy Feet good? <laughs> Strike one. It's making a mess. But let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> but is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to Kettle Chips. <laughs> the the brand podcast. Which We're brand are you discuss the the saltiness, the uh the flavor taste. But most importantly the potato. No, the crunch. The crunch, come on. The crunch, the crunch, you're right. Which which brand are yours? Kettle. Uh mine are Cape Cod. Cape Cod makes good so Cape Cod. Makes not a sponsor. Neither of these brands are a sponsor. Cape we'll Cod makes. Uh, yes, please. <laughs> we would eat <laughs> your chips every. <laughs> <laughs> I have no every episode. <laughs> Cape Cod makes the best kettle chips, in my opinion. But the salt and vinegar, specifically, I think kettle kettle has better salt and vinegar. Kettle chips. And salt and vinegar, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got to actually focus. Sorry, I know we're going to be chewing chips the entire time. Hey, welcome to the podcast. My name is Hunter Callahan. I'm your host. And my name is. <coughs> my <laughs> Sorry, I've, I have remnants of a, a cold or whatever I had that was not intentional. My name is Zach Olson, and I am also your host. And this is the But Is It Good podcast, mm-hmm. where we usually discuss a movie that both of us have seen and prepared for. But this week, we're doing something special. Uh, Hunter watched a movie, and Hunter did a lot of research, and he's going to lead the discussion. I have no idea what the movie is, and it is going to be my task to, one, uh, make interesting conversation, and two, make a formulated, uh, educated guess as to what the movie is by the end of the episode. Yes. Um, We'll see how this goes. If you think it's funny, please tell us. If you think it's stupid, please tell us. Um. It started out as a joke that I think occurred on the air, and we just said, hey, yes. that'd be funny if we did that. And so we're, we're going to do it. that. Um, I have seen a movie. I'm not sure if I've done a lot of research. I've done a little bit. Extensive, um, extensive, extensive research. I'm, 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 I'm a master. I'm, I have a master's in this film now. Um, so yeah, we shall uh, jump in. Zach, I was going to make you do your first reactions first, but I guess I should go first, shouldn't I? Yeah, <laughs> what would I say? I, I would know. I would have nothing to say. Okay, so I'll go first. So the whole the whole shtick is that I think we're gonna do a movie in a minute later. Yeah. 
yeah. we're going to push that, but we're going to do a non-spoiler first reactions as we normally would, and then we'll do a spoiler talk. But it'll be a slow burn to the spoilers probably, and then at the end, maybe Zach can do movie minute if if he's guessed correctly, or wrong actually. That'd be funnier if it was wrong. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. So, the first time I saw this movie, I don't know when it was. It's been a long time. Um, I don't think I saw it in theaters. I saw it when it came out. Um, and it was one of those. It was before I really cared about directors or the movies or kind of the info behind it. So I didn't realize who made the film at the time, but I knew who was in it. Um, and it's one of the first movies that I remember being like really uh, shook by the by the by the twists and turns that it has. Um, I remember loving this movie when it first came out, being kind of blown away by it, and really falling in love with this kind of genre. And upon a rewatch, it all holds true, and it's really interesting to see all the details, as with, with any film, in a second watch, that you can kind of pick up on. But the performances are great. Um, I feel like it's pretty airtight, which is hard in this kind of uh, genre. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really love it. This is, this is one of my favorites. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Zach, what about you? Well, the first time I saw this film, I was just blown away <laughs> by the cast. It's a I mean it's it's a lot of names that you you know them now, but back then when the movie came out, not all of them you didn't know all of them, right? I mean yeah, there there's a couple there's a couple names in there that had some star power back then. But now everyone does, honestly. Um it's a movie that seems like it's stepping out of the comfort zone of the uh, uh, director that, that directed it. Because uh, normally, I feel like they, they work with a, a, a different uh, type of film. And, and this is, but this is, it's a positive shift, right? Like, it, it, it really works, yeah. I think. Yep, and yep. and I, I, I don't know, I'm just excited to talk about it. How'd I do? <laughs> Pretty good. Really? I think so. I would say so, yeah. Cool, cool. What do you mean by that? You've seen the movie. Oh, you're right. You're so right. <laughs> we didn't put a disclaimer at the beginning saying that uh, I have no idea what the movie is. <laughs> um, okay, so now I guess we can jump into spoilers. And mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if you have any questions, you know, please feel free. But I really want to ask you a lot of questions. <laughs> That's okay. No, I want, I want you to give me s- something to work with at the beginning, right? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I got you. And then, and then I'm gonna jump in with little, little bits of. <coughs> this, see, this is the best kind of chip. One that's the ones like that cl- fold. Well, it's like clusters, you know. Oh yeah, there's yeah, like three good. in there. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So. We start. What year is it? There about just for the audience. It's uh, it's the fifties. Okay. Okay, it's the 50s. Um, and we meet our main character kind of already in the story, you know? One of those films that kind of challenges you to be like, hey, we're in it, let's keep going, you know? Okay. Um, and we... Sorry, I dropped a chip. Uh, we find that he's he's 
I'm trying not to give a lot away, but I guess I'll just have to start talking about it. He he meets his partner. And they're headed to their destination. Okay. Uh, he's he's really sick, you know. Like we we, we see he's kind of disheveled. He's kind of trying to get himself in order. Um, but they arrive to this location, and he's a uh, this. Uh, it's my giveaway, I guess. But uh, our main character is a he's a U.S. marshal, and he's looking for somebody. Been brought to um, kind of complete an investigation. Uh, but I really, really love the early interactions between him and his partner. You, what, what are you googling? <laughs> you can't, just, you can't, am I not allowed to do any research? <laughs> you didn't tell me I wasn't allowed to do any research. I prefer you're not because I'm sure it's going to pop up super easy. Oh, okay. All right. I won't. I won't. What'd you type in? I had a guess and I typed in the guess, but I didn't. I didn't click on any links. You can guess this early if you want to. No, that'd be that'd be awful. Because then we, right. what would we do? I haven't. I don't think I've seen this movie. Really? I don't think so. Um, okay, well then I'd love to hear your thoughts on the first interactions between you know his partner. You know, something's a little off about their kind of chemistry. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's clear from their interaction that uh which is from the perspective of the main character right uh mm-hmm. so a lot of a lot of what goes on in the movie is from the perspective of the main character and there are these little things that that seem off throughout the film honestly all the way until its conclusion um and it's one of those movies you know that gives you hints from the beginning of how it's going to end and and what the conclusion is going to be and and they're there right right in, right in front of you um yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you're on the right track. I think you know this movie to me is really about. I mean, it's about guilt and grief, you know, and how that manifests in somebody. But seeing that play out throughout the film in ways that are kind of they're unknown to even the main character. So we get there and we meet. Um, who we assume is the is the antagonist of the film. Um, I'm I'm hesitant to to give you names. Um, but I might give you this one. Okay. We meet. Okay. Uh, his name is Collie. And we meet Collie, and he's kind of showing them all around, kind of showing them the ropes, and that they're looking for somebody that someone's gone missing, and they've got to solve this missing person. But right. the whole thing is that they trace back their steps and there's no one like knows how this person possibly could have gotten out or uh, gotten past everybody without someone seeing them. So mm-hmm. naturally, our marshals, they asked to you know, interview everybody there, all the um, officers and all the, all the uh, employees, but also all the patients at this place. Uh, and things start getting a little weird. He starts getting some resistance, you know. Uh, but we um, we move forward, and I, things really start to kind of get interesting when the, he asks. He kind of interrogates all the all the employees of this place. Mm-hmm. Um, we find out that somebody might have gone to the bathroom at the wrong time and so there was a little window for the person to escape and get by and get out without being seen. 
And uh, where are they? They're on. They're they're in like a like a, a prison of sorts, right? Did we say yeah, that? <coughs> I haven't said so yet, but you've deduced that. Yeah. So this is the, they're um, they are um, at a at that type of facility. Or it's like a is it a is it a is it a prison or is it like a psychiatric ward that they it's, don't want the people to get out? It's a psychiatric uh, institution. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, and then we find out that that the main doctor that they would need to speak to is gone and had left that morning on, uh, and because of a storm, it was unable to get back. And so things just kind of start looking kind of suspicious. You know what I mean? Um, but I really love the little small little interactions in that scene. I'd love to know what you thought about this, this part so far. But what I keep coming back to in my mind when I think about this sequence is the clown, the, the <laughs> clown that just <laughs> runs down the hall while the main character has a migraine. And so the main character is like having like a bad like headache and he's getting these flashbacks from before he was a U.S. Marshal, he was in the military, right? And he's having these like memories and this clown's just like going fucking crazy in the background. What do you think about that scene? <laughs> the clown's interesting. <laughs> What about the other part? <laughs> um, yeah, you know, actually, the memories before he was a marshal um, are often a part that's kind of forgotten. Well, not all of them, but you said the military. The, those scenes are often overlooked, at least from in my recollection. I kind of forgotten about so you. You overlooked them, didn't you? Upon upon first watch, I kind of like I knew they happened. But watching the guns, like, oh, I forgot that this scene is so, um, I mean, it's really brutal. It's really sad, but it's also like, you know, it's just, we, we, we see him, I believe it's, I, I, I assume it's in World War II because it's the 50s. Right. Um, but uh, I think I missed the clown when I watched it. Okay. Well, the clown, <laughs> it's in the background, so you may have just not been paying attention because it's not the, the focus of the scene, right? You, okay, got, yeah, yeah. We've got, um, you know, they're fucking. They're they're in the hospital. <laughs> what? What? Psychiatric ward. Uh, well, that was a little bit of a Freudian slip. But what did you think about the sex scene? Can you <laughs> can you talk about Can you talk about that a little bit? Um, yeah, I thought it was uh, well done in the sense that it wasn't done at all. Okay. Um, uh, but the yeah. but the idea of it in this film would be really uh, 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 fitting, wouldn't it? No. Like well, between the between the lobotomies uh that are going on and uh like the, the attempts at mind control. When you think like right in there because all of this stuff is, is there are a lot of um psychologists who who say that, that, you know, human psychology is deeply sexual. So in a film like this it would be it'd be quite fitting, wouldn't it? Um yeah, well so I would say in the setting of the hospital I'm not so sure, but uh, there is definitely, you know, a romantic relationship in there yeah. that uh, that could have been played upon. They chose not to in this film. There is actually no sex, uh, sex scene. Um, you must have watched the, um, the edited version. Oh, okay. And you watched the director's cut? Yeah. Yeah. You know who the director was, by the way? Uh, 
I don't want to give it away. I have an idea of who the director was. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think you might know it already. We'll Do see. You? I don't know. Um. So. Yes, we start getting little hints. Though he finds a little note that that kind of implies that there's more to this story than um that he's being told. And I and I loved how everything points to this crazy elaborate, you know, thing that happened but also points inward and keeps him kind of grounded and circling back to himself. Uh right. Which I think is really really brilliant. Um and we kind of get keep getting intercuts of the memories that kind of well not even memories but like visions of that point us in a direction that we think is something but is actually something else mm-hmm. I just think it's mm-hmm. it's like really really clever you know it's it's, it's really well done uh, very meanwhile, twisty turning yeah there's a lot of uh, um, gotchas gotcha like you thought you thought we were going down one hallway with the clown but we're not going down that hallway because there's no clown in it and you thought we were going in the doorway with the sex scene but there is none What's actually going on, you're about to talk about. Yeah. Um, so we, he and his partner, they go meet this other, kind of one of the head guys, and getting some resistance, you know, like they're not allowed to get the files, but they're allowed to talk to them. Um, meanwhile, you know, they're out searching for this person because they thought, oh, they are out somewhere in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Um and it's interesting because we start seeing a lot of the officers and the guards that are supposed to be helping are kind of just like hanging out, just kind of like moseying around, kind of wondering like they don't really care, you know, what's what's going on. Um, meanwhile, our our main character, he he sees a lighthouse that he's intrigued by, um, kind of wanting that to be. It's kind of come back into play, you know, like what is in there, where that where that leads. Um. But uh, he and his partner kind of start to get this idea of like, you know, what's what's going on here? We kind of learn more about his backstory because his partner asks him kind of about his wife and everything, but his wife died. Our main character's mm-hmm. wife died in a mm-hmm. fire, and it's kind of revealed that our main character came to this place, took this case because the person who started the fire that killed his wife was admitted to this hospital. Now that's a coincidence. Yeah, but then vanished like with 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 without out of trace. So, well, yes, he's he wants to come find this person that he was tasked with finding. He has ulterior motives, you know. Because um, his wife's killer is in uh, in the building. You know yes, that reminds well, me of a or was at least was. Reminds me of another movie that we reviewed some time ago, What's where uh, there was a character who had lost his memory and used little photographs to, to write things yes. down. And he was looking for his wife's murderer. And in that movie, it turned out that it most likely was him. Mm. Whether accidental or on purpose, it most likely mm. was, was, was him, right? Yeah. That movie had a, a character named Teddy in it. Uh-huh. Um, does this movie have a character named Teddy in it? It does have a character named Teddy in it. Well, that's an interesting coincidence, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know what it is, don't you? I think I do. I think I do. We, you can take a guess, and we can just talk about it. 
This is Martin Scorsese's Shutter Island. It is. Good job. Yeah, 20 minutes. That's pretty good. Have you seen it? I've seen parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? So you actually, haven't seen actually, it? Actually, I haven't seen it all the way through. No, no, no. <laughs> but it's been on, it's on network TV sometimes. It's just one of those movies that I've never sat down to watch all the way through. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. I think this is so stupid, but I feel, I feel like back then, what was this, like 2010? So we were like yep. about to get out of high school. I feel like like Mark like uh uh Leo is so great. Like he's you can't deny that he's awesome. But I think back then I was trying to be this like contrarian like oh, I'm not going to see that. It's got Leo in it for some stupid reason. Um so I just didn't see it when it came out and then I I just haven't watched it. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Did you see Inception when it came out? I did. Uh but I think I think we talked about this. I really like Inception, but for a while I thought it was like Overrated. Or I, th- I think. I, well, yeah. I think I named it. Uh, I, I think I said on on the podcast that back in the day I used to think it was like people who have only seen one movie's favorite movie. You know, because it's funny. like it's good. It's really good. Um, and so yeah, that was around the time where I was just like over Leo for for whatever reason. I don't know, but no, I haven't. I haven't seen this. But just the other day, that I think part of the reason why I got it so quickly is because, uh, like, I think it was, like, Thursday. It was on network TV, and it was, like, a scene at the end. And so, yeah. Well, what's funny is that this actually ranks as, like, at least on Rotten Tomatoes, it's kind of one of the lowest lower ones. It's, like, a 69 or whatever. For for Scorsese? Yeah. Let me see. Let me pull it up real fast. Wait, The Snowman? Is this produced by Martin Scorsese? No, this was directed by Martin Scorsese. No, no, yeah, I'm saying, yeah, you, yes, I, I know, but on Rotten Tomatoes, it lists The Snowman as his lowest film, and it's at 6%. He didn't Oof. direct it, so it must have been like a producer on it. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, this is a 69. Um, but I, uh, hold on, I'm getting to it real quick. Hold on a second. Sorry, 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 sorry. Shut around, where are you? <coughs> I, um, you, know what movie, you know what movie I thought you were going to do? Like what? for real, for real, uh, because you've been talking about doing it for or not doing like doing it on the podcast, but you've just like been trying to get me to watch it for years, and I haven't seen it. Um, I thought you were gonna do Inside Lewin Davis, and for a, for a wow. minute there, when you were doing your your first like in, in introductory like reactions, I still thought we were going in that direction. Um, we did not. That's a great movie. <laughs> I thought that's what that's why I was like, yeah, it's got. Uh, star-studded cast, a couple names that like were less known back then, you know, because it had Adam Driver in it. <clears throat> yeah, what's funny is that to me though, I thought of Mark Ruffalo. At least I didn't know who he was. I knew who he Mark was, Ruffalo was. But I'm saying like we had Mark Ruffalo, we had Ben Kingsley, uh, Michelle Williams. Um, like I didn't know we had Jackie Earl Haley. Um, we had a cast that like I. I didn't know of really them besides Leo. And now, you know, Ben Kingsley and Mark Ruffalo obviously were in the MCU. Michelle Williams mm-hmm. has been a ton of stuff. Um, but I, what's funny is that I actually watched a, like a breakdown of this film uh, a few days ago. And then I was telling Hannah about what we're doing. And she was like, you need to do Shutter Island. And I was like, oh, I just watched the thing on it. So hell yeah. And I think my, I, which which was, I'm, I'm I love that movie, so I'm, it's fine. And this is our first time doing this, so we'll learn and get better at it. But 
I did have a thought of what? Mets have the bases loaded, and it's uh, 3-2 to two Braves right now. Bases loaded, uh, two out, two balls, no strikes. Sorry, oh, I've got no. the game on. Uh, I apologize. Um, I, uh, it's, a, it's a big game because if the Mets lose, they are these in sole possession of last place in the division. <laughs> I, now, now I've got it. But I was going to say, I, I was afraid that this movie is too recognizable. You know, where it's like, I think he walked him. He walked her in a run. Yeah, I have you. Um, yeah, a little bit. And Athena is humping the... <laughs> I can see that. But I was afraid that this movie is so, it's like, oh yeah, they're on an island and he's looking for a thing, but it actually it's all about him. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. there's Shutter Island. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you, I mean, you did... You did a pretty good job. You messed up when you said U.S. Marshal. You could have just said... I almost didn't say it. Two guys going to investigate. Um, because there's not many movies that feature... Like, when you said U.S. Marshal, that, that narrows it down a lot. There, we've got, like, U.S. Marshals <laughs> in Shutter Island. <laughs> I almost didn't say U.S. Marshal because <laughs> I thought it'd be it'd like give it away. Yeah. But I, but I also... Um, was like, I have to say something. I can't be like, a guy goes to a place and does some stuff. But anyway, right. I can talk about it. I love this movie. Um, you need to watch this all the way through. Um, For sure. Because it's really interesting how obvious it actually is. Like, And I know, I know some folks might be like, yeah, it's so, so dumb. You can tell and you can figure it out in two seconds. But like, if you don't know anything about this movie going in... Um, I thought it's really great. Well, um, I think another part of the, another reason why I haven't watched it is because it was spoiled. It was spoiled for me by somebody. Yeah. Someone was like, "Oh yeah, Shutter Island, that movie where it's Leo's the insane guy the whole time." Not the insane guy. I mean, there's a lot of insane people, but yes. But I, I really like when I first watched it. I remember when they get, they get, they get to the end, like he goes to the lighthouse. And he, like, walks up, thinking he's going to find, like, some mind control experiment or whatever, find his partner captured. And mm-hmm. it's just Kali, Ben Kingsley, just sitting there at a the desk. And he's like, hello, Andrew. And he's like, I know all of this. It's been two years. And I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Is that the scene where he's, um, <clears throat> you got the rifle and, and, and the doctor's like, there's no bullets in there. It's and he checks yeah. it. Yep. And he's like, take a seat. That's, that's, that's like what I saw. Uh, okay. The other day, yeah, and then yeah, and he like picks up his gun and like shoots him, and then, like blood flies everywhere. But then it cuts back, and he's just like standing there, right? And his and his gun right, is right. like a toy. He breaks it, and it's wild because like you need to watch it like seriously because there's so many theories about like what actually is real or what isn't, and it all kind of checks out. Okay, like, it really does check out. There's <clears throat> a massive, massive like hurricane that hits him. What happened? I was just checking, but it's a commercial right now. Is that a good sign? Did they or or did they take him out? They're probably taking him out. Yeah. Uh, talk. I'm gonna close my blinds. I have my blinds open when the sun's out, but then when it gets dark, people can just like see me, and I feel vulnerable. So I'm gonna close Expose. them. Expose. That's fine. Um, I was gonna say, like, there's this massive hurricane that hits, uh, the island when he's there and like that's why they can't leave you know the fairies can't run in the hurricanes yada 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 
And then there's little theories that's like, oh, the storm is actually fake because there's little lines here where they, you know, they get in a car and the guy's like, nice night, but all that kind of stuff. But then also, like, there's so much damage done to the grounds and there's trees everywhere and there's damage. But then as soon as he comes back to reality, it's perfectly fine. All the damage is well, fixed. Then, then obviously the storm is... Yeah. Is, uh, but, unless you know, just the damage is, is, is like his right. imagination. But a storm Maybe. is like a metaphor for like inner turmoil, you know? Yeah. Like, and, so. and, and it like justifies like why he can't leave, all this kind of stuff. And um, Sure. But ev- even like fire, like he had... He, he holds these matches and stuff, and there's a scene where he's trying to get warm next to a like a like a, a campfire, or whatever, and he can never seem to like get warm, and it's like the fire is all actually fake, and it's fascinating. I think it's super um, interesting. Uh, um, spoiler alert: He's the one that killed his wife, correct? Like yes. he killed his wife because she killed their children. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Not cool, but like, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and 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 his whole thing that led to his psychotic break is that his wife had told him in the past that like she felt like she was crazy. I guess okay. I think what she says is that there's like she felt like she had an insect in her brain pulling the wires, and he like didn't do anything about it. Did 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 so they were looking for an arsonist? Did he kill her with fire? Like did he burn her to death? No. So she set their apartment on fire as a way to try and kill herself. Okay. And then he kind of ignored her pleas for like mental help and moved them to some lake and uh, she had a psychotic break and drowned their three kids. And his guilt comes from not taking her mental health seriously that led to her killing their children. So he, but how, did so he, how did he kill her? He shot her. Okay. Okay. He was like holding her and was like, "I love you so much," and then bang, shot her in the stomach. Because I wonder if, like, it's it's interesting that in his mind, like, because now we can frame this as this is like a a creation of his own mind, mm-hmm. right? That he's even searching for someone. He's searching for an arsonist, um, and at the same time, any time that he's near fire, it's not. It doesn't warm him. It doesn't like give him any comfort at all, right? That's that's interesting, isn't it? Is this explored <laughs> in parts of the film that oh, I have yeah, not like, seen? <laughs> um, what's wild is that, yeah, he creates this idea of, like, he's he's a hero. And the arsonist, is, his name is Andrew Latus. But his but his actual name is Andrew Latus. Like, he's Andrew Latus. So he's not Teddy? No, that's that's a made-up, that's a sonogram or whatever. He'd probably watch Memento. And even got the name Teddy from Memento, even though this is back in the fifties. Yeah, but still. But it's funny because there's little things like their clothes don't really fit, like their jackets are way too big, and it's like, oh yeah, because they probably just grabbed them off a rack and just, you know, what I'm saying, and like Mark Ruffalo's character, who is the Doctor Sheehan, who's like on vacation, mm-hmm. they ask for his firearm and he he can't really get it out of the holster because he didn't know how to use it. Just I love like the little things, you know. That's the the word. You ever have those dreams? I know this is kind of different, but like it reminds me of it where you go to like punch someone and it's just like limp. <laughs> like you can't, <laughs> or like you, you need to run and you can't, you can't fucking run, Hunter. As, as hard yep. as you try, you're just like moving slow. It does no damage. He can't, um, so he, he literally is unable to get it up, like his, his holster. 
So do you think that's just, a, a commentary on his on his like masculinity? Yeah, probably. Uh, just so you know, the Mets are winning three to five now. We had a, they walked in a run, walked in another run, and then hit somebody. So the Mets have scored three runs with no hits. Well, I think I'm I'm about to. Yeah, I just saw him get hit. He put anyway. his hand out there. Did he? Who got hit? Hold Doesn't on. matter. Anyway. Yeah, let's focus on the podcast. Um, I'm behind. You're good. I uh, There's one scene that, that I love that I thought was really, really great where they're interrogating an, uh, a patient. And um, when they have it, they, they frame it as that. It's Teddy and Chuck on one side and this patient on the other side. Okay. And... Uh, when we see the patient, we have that frame. It's just like a normal, like, medium close-up. Behind her, you can see a guard, right? When we see Teddy, same framing. Behind him, we can see a guard. When we see Chuck, who's the doctor, same framing. There's no guards. Those, like, little things that kind of give you a little... You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. those little... Sure. When they get to, when they get to the island... And they're just like walking in. The guards are like holding their guns, like really on edge, and it's like, yeah, because he's one of the most dangerous patients that they have. I think they says that he's the most dangerous patient that that they have in the island. So those little things. And there's like a famous scene where the patient, the this same scene, she asks for a glass of water, and you see Mark Ruffalo hand him a glass of water, hand her a glass of water, and then it cuts to her going to drink the water, and we see her do this, and her hands empty. There's no cup. And so people thought, oh, that's a weird mistake for a Scorsese film. But in reality, it's like it's this not whole a mistake. play on like what actually has happened, like what actually is real. Mm-hmm. And these unsettling little moments where it's like, what's happening? I, th- I thought it was brilliant. I, no, I, that, maybe, yeah. maybe it's obvious, maybe it's cliche, but I love this movie. Well, it's it's kind of suck because when I do finally sit down to, to, to watch it in its entirety, I'm going to know the shtick, right? Like I'm going to know where, where we end up. Uh, but it will give me a chance to be looking out for this stuff from the beginning. Um, so help fill some details in for me because <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I haven't seen the whole thing. Chuck, is Chuck another uh, like patient or is, does he work no, there? Is so he like completely made up or? Chuck is his partner, but Chuck is actually his main psychiatrist, Dr. Sheehan. So it's like his keeper, basically. Yeah. So like everybody... On the island, including patients, are in on this like role play, all done as a ruse to try and like get him to work through his his uh, um, trauma. And there's little scenes that you can hear throughout. Like there's a scene where the the wait wait patient... wait. So they're all just like going along with his delusions. Yeah. Okay. So the the main guy, Doctor Collie, who we think is like an antagonist, is actually the one who wants to help him. And he's essentially convinced his board of whatever to let him do this, let him play out this fantasy for him and see if it kind of brings him back to reality because if not, he has to get lobotomized. And Dr. Colley doesn't want him to get lobotomized because he wants to do a more kind approach to the, you know, treating. So he convinces everybody uh, to, like, be in on this and play along 
uh, even patients, like when they interview the patients, you can hear some of them talking sometimes and they're like, I don't know what I'm supposed to remember. I forgot. And it's like, they're all kind of in on it trying to be like, oh, I don't know. Rachel Solando, she went missing. She's when, when actually Rachel Solando is not real. doesn't exist. Okay. Okay. I see. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're watching this for the first time and you don't know what's going on, that could just be like the 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 ravings of a maniac, right? Oh, I don't know what I'm supposed to remember. Yeah. Right? So that's yeah. actually pretty clever. So anyone who says that it's obvious from the beginning is a, is an idiot, butthead. Who said it? Facts. Who said um, it? Was what? it Chase? No. It was somebody on the internet, probably. I don't know. I don't know anybody okay. that that is me. You don't know anybody. I don't know anybody. Um, just just me and and Amos. <clears throat> but that's that's, that's that's played on in the kind of played on in the movie where he meets this he meets the quote unquote real Rachel real Rachel Solando in a cave. What? It's seven to three. Oh no! What happened? Colin McHugh, man, he's having a rough year. He was actually having a pretty good year until he uh, got injured or something, and now he's back and he's yeah he's he's not playing well. They scored six runs, six runs. That's okay. If anyone can anyway. can rattle off nine runs in an inning, it's the Braves. So we'll be fine. That's true. Anyway, he he goes and meets the real escaped, you know, patient in this cave, whatever, on this side of the mountain. And she's talking about that. She's like, I used to be a doctor and. I thought they were doing mind control experiments here, so they called me insane. And then they're like, and, and she says, like, once you're deemed insane, everything you say is considered, like, just the rantings of a maniac. Like, any sort of logical argument is deemed as, like, hysteria, you know? For sure. So there was a, I don't remember if it was a researcher. I think it was a researcher or a group of researchers that... um Wanted to see, like, one is. That your fire alarm? No, it's not my fire alarm. That's my uh, laundry's done. I had Uh. had something in the dryer. Sorry, let me go pause it real quick because otherwise it's gonna beep every like thirty seconds. Was it really so loud that you thought it was a fire alarm? Well, no, I think I saw. I thought I saw like a light. I thought. Oh, it's the TV, most likely. Um, What I was gonna say is, there's an experiment that was done. Uh, Someone wanted to as faithfully as they could because if you go to a like a, a psychiatric hospital and say hey can I look around I'm doing research they're all going to be on their best fucking behavior and you know blah 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 so they feigned like mental illness and admitted themselves um and they were unable to get out <laughs> like they they couldn't get out for the longest time they were like no no you don't understand I'm a researcher like I'm here uh, to to research and I I have nothing wrong with me and they were like sure take these pills, um so you're right like once you're deemed insane, anything or not you or whatever the character in the movie said yes, <laughs> this is this is backed up by by real life. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I mean, talk. I'm gonna do a little bit of research and see if I can find something on it. You could. But I just think it's 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 fascinating like how his mind played into this thing where he would become this hero who saved his partner and solved his wife's murder, you know, mis- murder, whatever, and he uncovered this terrible hospital that was doing mind control experiments for the Nazis or 
trying to create recreate that um and that's uh when he talks to this delusion because she's like an imagination she's not real she's like oh god don't tell me you've been drinking the water here you've been eating what they've been giving you all you took the pills even aspirin and he was like oh no i yeah i took aspirin and so his his mind is telling him like, oh yeah, this is all evidence that's backing up what you need to not be a murderer, essentially. Um, but then I I can jump to the end real quick while you're looking at that because we're already at forty minutes and you figured it out. Um, but I really love the ending because he kind of comes back to, to 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 Earth. He's he wakes up in the morning. They're like, who are you? He says, I'm Andrew Latus. I killed my wife. She murdered our three kids. Um, I've been here for two years. All this kind of stuff. And the whole point is to see if this sticks, because he was like, we've done this before, you had a breakthrough, then you regressed. Um, and he's sitting on the steps, and they're kind of waiting to see like if it sticks, right? And then Sheehan and or Chuck comes up and is like, hey, you know, how you doing today, buddy, or whatever. And Leo is like, they're never going to catch us, Chuck, we got to get off this rock, you know, but we're too smart for them, whatever. And so it kind of seems like it didn't work. He thinks he's a marshal again. So he kind of signals to Kali, you know, that didn't work. And so Kali's he's devastated. But they come up, they're walking up to him to uh, come get him to go do his lobotomy. And then he says the final line of the movie where he says, let me ask you something, Chuck. He says, what's, what's worse or what's better or something like that? He says, to live as a monster or to die as a good man. And so he gets up and starts walking to his lobotomy and like Mark Ruffalo like looks at him kind of like, oh shit, he he does know. He's at least sane enough where he's choosing to pretend like he doesn't know. So he'd rather die as a good person, even if it's made up, than continue to live with the reality that he was a monster who murdered his, his wife. Um alluding to or like asserting that if you give me the lobotomy I'm going to have to live with what I did because I won't be insane anymore. <clears throat> well, no, I think that I think the implication is that that's going to kill him essentially. The lobotomy? Yeah. Like in a sense. Okay. But he's saying like he'd kill rather that go identity off, at least. He'd like rather go off and die whether really or figuratively as the good version that he created, the Teddy Daniels, who's the <clears throat> marshal, who's the hero, then live his life continually, at least consciously, as Andrew Latus, who murdered his wife. So this is really interesting. This yeah, was a long time ago. Um, but it makes me wonder if this was, like, used, like if Scorsese used this in yeah. the film. Um, so there was a reporter back in the 1800s, Nellie Bly, who uh, admitted herself into an insane asylum to do like an expose and uh, was instantly diagnosed as insane. Like she, she acted insane when she like went in, um, but then like after that she stopped acting insane and she just acted as she normally would. Um, and she was kept there for 10 days. And the only reason that they, uh, like she was saying, like, no, 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 I'm a, I'm a reporter. I'm here to report the conditions. For, uh, apparently it was, it was awful in there. But here's the interesting part. Uh, it was on an island in New York called Blackwell's Island. 
uh, Shutter Island. Whoa. Wow. See? Um, but anyways, the only reason that she was released was because the newspaper that she worked for came and said, she's one of our reporters. She's not actually insane. Yeah. So she had she had someone come like bail her out. And there was another experiment done. Uh, well, this that wasn't an experiment. That was just like an expose piece. But there was an experiment done in 1973 where a professor at Stanford sent yeah, yeah. Uh, I know about uh, 12, 12 uh, or 8, that's interesting, 8 patients to 12 hospitals. So I guess some of them went to 2 hospitals. Oh, never mind. Um, and uh, they were diagnosed with a mental disorder and hospitalized. And the patients were able to identify them as imposters, as not actually having like a mental disorder, but the staff, wow. never, the staff never identified that they weren't mentally insane. That's interesting. Wow. And anyways, go on. No, I was just, I was just, you know, ending. That's funny because as he's walking around, the, the patients act differently towards him. You know, like they're kind of like, look at him. And he actually goes and finds a guy named George Noyce. Who's like in one of the, he's like in like the bad ward, ward C where like all the crazy people are like all the violent people are kept. And the guy tells him point blank, he's like, this is all about you. Like, this is a game. They're all playing a game for you. And he's all beat up, and he's like, what happened? He's like, you did this to me. But he's taking it as like, I was the cause of this. But then later, Collie's like, no, like, you did it. Like, you were the one who almost killed him. You did this to him. And he says, like, it's, it's all about you, latest, whatever. And he takes it as like, he's just saying it's about you and latest. But he says, no, he's calling you by your name. Like, he's... He tells everybody in plain sight, they're playing a game for you. And this is, you're just a rat in a maze. Like, this is all about you. And it's funny because it's framed in a way that you could take it as like, oh, he just, you know, there's something larger going on here. In reality, it's just like, no, this is just a you. You're just, you're the person who's doing this. Sure. So I think it's it's, it's super good. But anyway, we wrap it up. Uh, you got anything else you want to ask? Any other things you want to know about it? I mean, you should you should go watch it. It's a good movie. Um. So is is the quote unquote bad guy actually Mark Ruffalo because he wants to lobotomize him? No, so Mark Ruffalo doesn't want to lobotomize him either. There's another. Then like, why do they? Okay. There's a, like a, a a top top mutt guy who is implied to be a Nazi. Actually, um, he's the one who who seems to have a more cold hearted approach to the treatment of everybody. Like, there's a scene where, like, because of the hurricane, he's like, we need to get everyone in Ward C shackled down to the ground. Like, have them shackled to the ground. And they're like, they'll drown. And he's like, oh, well. So he's like, you know. So he's the one who wants to get him lobotomized. Because here I'm, I'm, uh, is it Sheehan? <laughs> yeah, Sheehan. Sheehan? Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. She Sheehan the Nazi. No, Sheehan's not the Nazi. Oh, well, Sheehan's the one that, like... I'm reading a synopsis now mm-hmm. of a movie that I have not watched fully. It says that Sheehan signals to Kali, who then orders that Andrew be lobotomized. Yeah, yeah, so, like, they... But it's just because thing, they, they know what the, the top guy would want. Yeah, this this whole thing is, like, uh, his last chance. He was like, this is my last okay. chance to try and help you. 
And so he looks at him and says, like, he's like, no, it didn't work. And so, and like in the scene, like, Kali looks, which is Ben Kingsley, looks like, you can tell he's just like devastated. He's like, some, you know, like he's heartbroken. Mm-hmm. So he, he turns to the to, to the other guy. Um, let me see if I can find his name. Uh, Dr. Nahring. Um, okay. He's, uh, he kind of turns towards him and, and then he signals guards to go and get him. Okay. So. Oh, he's played by, um, okay. Dude that was in, uh, 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 the 1984 Dune. He was also in this movie, uh, Max von Sydow. Sido, mm-hmm. sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. He's in a movie that I want to do at some point. Um, it's called The Diving Bell and the Butterfly. And it's just awesome. I've heard that name. I've never seen it, though. Well, it's the name of a uh, uh, a book by... Uh, we don't need to go down this rabbit hole. We'll, we'll review it. Okay. We're, we'll review it soon. Let's say that. Okay. Well, Zach, you need to ask me a question then? All right, Hunter. Uh, but is Happy Feet good? I do like Happy Feet. It's a good movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you have it. Um, no, yeah, Shutter Island's good. You should watch it for real. What's the score now? It's every time I look at the damn screen, it's like commercial? it's like you know when they when they like show like a a highlight before they go to commercial break. Yeah. Every time, so I don't know what the score is. I haven't seen it in a while. Um, Zach, do you mind if I read a few bad reviews? Oh yeah, let me look some up too. Do you want to do it too? It's still three, uh, seven to three, lame. Um, here's one by Abby. It says half star. It says, "What in the fuck happened in this damn movie?" Abby said that. Abby said that. I'm telling Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> come on, Abby. I don't know. I can't really. I haven't. Okay, here. Let me find one real quick. La da 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 da. Uh, Kadnick says, "Got sad when my boy Leo turned out to be a crazy person." Crazy Qu- person? Yeah, C W A Z Y. Mm. Here you go. This one's kind of long. Sarah, half star. If the movie, if the, if the movie broadcasts the situation starting in the first ten minutes. It was truly ludicrously heavy-handed. It is not a story with a twist ending. It is something wasting my time for over two hours. If you watch this with a quick grasp of what lies behind what you are seeing, you'll notice that nothing happens the whole time. And it looked terrible. And DiCaprio is, as always, terrible. This one's funny because as little as I've seen of the movie, uh, this rings true. Uh, Al says... If I took a drink every time Mark Ruffalo said boss, I would be dead. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually true. Um, this one says, I'll do two more, but you can go in between because I don't do them in back in row anymore. We've, we've established that rule. That's we? right. That's, that's um, damn right. Maya Halfstar says, I didn't rewatch this. I just think it's one of the worst films I've ever seen and it deserves a lower rating. Hence my review. How the fuck does anyone actually like this? I liked it. <laughs> um, hyper pessimistic ugly dog shit <laughs> <laughs> this says last one David Wallace I fucking hate this movie I don't give a fuck if the ending is cool 
Also, this plays into the fact that our next movie is also Scorsese. Oh, you did that on purpose. I thought, sure, wait, why not? Wait, what's our next movie? Departed. Is it? Isn't that oh, what we are doing. We are doing Departed. Yeah, Departed. The Departed. Departed. <laughs> All right, cool. There you go. That's Shutter Island. I mean, a mystery movie, whatever. Uh, Zach Shindigs, ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I don't have much news because I've been just slacking. Let um, me help you out with some movie news here. Here we go. Ready? We have some air cut news because we, that's what we want, apparently. Um, David Ayer shared another picture of Jared Leto as Joker because can't get enough of that. But also, apparently James Gunn promised him that it will, quote-unquote, have its time to be shared. Are you excited? Do you want to see David Ayer's version of Suicide Squad? I've joked about it. Now that it looks like it might actually happen, I'm I'm less enthused. <laughs> um. Okay. So, speaking, I'm going to stick with DC real quick. Apparently, Wonder Woman 3 is not happening. There's a whole big uproar because apparently she said that they're developing it. They're doing it together, but apparently that's not actually happening. I, I heard that. Um, which is fine. Just recast everybody. Uh, Dan Trachtenberg has teased the ongoing uh, discussions of Prey 2, which I would love to see. I love to pray. Um, I think it's our something av- avid, Ari Avid, whatever. He's a producer for Sony. He produced uh, Uncharted with Tom Holland and has teased a sequel for that. Emma Stone cut her hair. Now everyone thinks that she's going to be a live-action Spider-Quinn from the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. I so mean, we'll she that she looks pretty similar to like the the Into the Spider-Verse Gwen. Yeah. But like, why the would they do live-action? Like, why would they bring that in there? The theory is that it's going to be um, for Avengers Secret Wars. Japan is going to be blending a lot of timelines and universes together. But didn't they... I thought Spider-Man was like full Sony now. Uh, no, they they reached some deal. They're, they're doing a fourth one with Tom Holland. But I th- hold on. Every time we talk about this, it confuses me. Because I thought the first three were Marvel, but now Tom Holland belonged to Sony. So like that's why at the end like everyone doesn't remember him because it's like a clean break. And now he can go do oh. like a Sony movie. Was that, that not was a happening. thing that we talked about? I thought that they've worked out another deal. They okay. Might. I don't. I can't. Ma- maybe. maybe they did. Who cares? But but what I said was true at one point. Like we thought yes. that. Yeah, yeah. The whole deal okay. fell apart. The I just want to make sure. Because <laughs> yeah, I that, thought that 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 was literally why the end of, uh, No Way Home was the way it was. Was because it was like he's not in this anymore. Or they like didn't know like, where he'd be. Sure. Um. Apparently they were Dave works on that. Who knows. Uh, but the other than that was there was some discussions between the unions and studios, and apparently they have still re- failed to reach an agreement. So the strikes continue. It's gonna be going that's all for a I've while. got. That's all I've got. I didn't really pay attention to this week. So Zach, if you have more to add, please feel free. Do you like kombucha? I never had kombucha. You never had kombucha. Nope. Do you like vinegary things? Uh, <laughs> yeah, kind of. Okay. Kombucha is like fermented tea. Uh, that is filled with probiotics and it's pretty healthy for you. That's really good. It's really good. I, I like is, it. Is my dad hates it. No, no. My dad, my dad hates it, but I, I like it. 
I'm just trying to fill some airtime because we're only at 56 minutes, and that's before we edit. So we got we got time, dude. It's fine. It's fine. We can. We got time. Wait, are you gonna try and like pad an extra 45 minutes? No, not 45. Maybe like seven. Mm. Okay. Well, tell me about the Braves. So the Braves. Uh, well, one one cool thing: uh, the Braves became one of the only teams. Uh, in history to, on a doubleheader day, score 20 or more runs in the first game and then throw a shutout in the second game. That's kind of a nitpicky stat, but I like it because it means that we shit on the Mets. They also, and we, we, uh, we did shit on the Mets. They also uh, scored, it gave the Mets the worst home loss in Mets history. Really? The the 20, 21 to 3 or 23 yeah. to 1? What was it? It was 21 20, to 3? 21 to 3, yeah. It was yeah. the worst Mets loss in history, and it was the most runs they've ever given up in a single day, like both games, like in one sure, day. Sure, because they gave 30, up 20. 30, 34 runs. Well, not 34 no. in the same day. They've given up 34 it? in the series before today. What they what they win the second game by? What, 6 nothing? It's 6 six to nothing, and then 21 would so be 27. Six, 27 runs. Which is a lot. Amazing. Do you remember that time? Uh, I think this was in 2020 because I think there were no, there was no one in the stands when the Braves just unloaded on the Marlins for like 26 20, runs. No, it was 29. Because <laughs> I just saw that it was 29 <laughs> runs. I was like, that's incredible. Uh, that was awesome. That was a good day. Yeah. I had just quit my like super stressful first uh, law firm job. All my law firm jobs have been stressful, but that one was the worst. Yeah. Um, and I was at a cabin. We were cooking steaks, watching the Braves. It was a good day. Just like unleash. Braves are still doing good though, right? Top, they're still best. Yeah. In so I mean, not, uh, here's not a currently. <laughs> here's a cool thing that uh, uh, bears mentioning. Um, so Matt Olson is now the sole Who's home your run leader. He's not. Who is, who is my cousin? <laughs> uh, leads. Leads uh, the majors in home runs and RBIs. And in the National League, he is third in MVP voting behind Freddie Freeman and Ronald Acuna Jr., which is just chef's kiss. I, I mean, love yeah. it. I love that uh, um, Ronald Acuna and Freddie's replacement are competing with Freddie because we love Freddie. Yeah. We do now, if Freddie. Dansby was up there, we would hate it. Ah. Fuck Dan. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I'm sure, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but bye. <laughs> Have fun in Chicago. He said what? baseball was just a thing in Atlanta. I know. Or a deal. Whatever, dude. Whatever, what do you say? Dude. A deal? But in, in Chicago, it's a big deal? He was like, he was like, Chicago's the greatest baseball city of all time. And I've, they had like a walk-off. They had like a walk-off win. He was like, I've never... It's one of the greatest moments of my career. It's like, bro, you won a World Series for your hometown team, but no, you just won a game in Chicago, and it's like the greatest thing you've ever done in your life. See, you see that hate that you have in your gut? Feed <laughs> that. <laughs> Hold on to it, because uh, I think next month the, the Cubs are coming to, to Atlanta. Oh, dude, he's going to get booed. And I want to go to a game. I think it's midweek, but I want to go to a game. He's going to get uh, booed. So if you, wa- you want to go to a game, we should do that. Cause we can boo him. That'd be cool. That'd be funny. What do you think about the the nun? Is that the end of your Braves? Wait, what? Like the movie? Yeah, the nun too. You want to watch that? No, I think it looks... So look, here's the thing. 
First off, that's very brave of you. <laughs> it's the previous thing I've done all week. Good. Uh, the Nun looks like the kind of movie that I, the kind of horror movie that I hate. Because all it's trying to do is do like a jump scare. It's like, ooh, look. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I hate those. It's got creep factor though. Like there's, you see like the all the things, like all the magazines on the magazine stand open up and it's like a, a yeah. nun silhouette. Yeah, I mean, and it's like, yes. ooh, that's creepy. But like, that's, ooh. yeah, but like Talk to Me was like a good scary movie. You yeah. Know what I mean? But anyway. Yes. 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 Did you see Haunted Mansion? I did heard you, it was bad. Did your, did your family go see like, like no. oh if if one of these if a if a Disney movie comes out we have to go see it like do y'all no. do that? No. Do you think? Okay. Do you think Mike and Hope go to the theater? <laughs> no. I know. I know. <laughs> Hope was excited to see Shang Chi with us. <laughs> oh, that's because of Jamie. Yep. Yep. No, they do not go see movies. They've been saying. Like my dad's been saying how badly he wants to watch Oppenheimer. Like, bro, you're not going to go see Oppenheimer. We, we also should take him. we didn't talk about that. We oh about yeah, how we had a great time. We got to see Oppenheimer in 70 millimeter IMAX with yeah w- great sound, and it was just it was awesome. And then we had 11 Waffle p.m. House. We had Waffle House at 2:30 and got bullied. Well, Zach got bullied, but I got I got bullied because I had a <laughs> I had a tum tum ache. I ate too much sugar. I had like uh, sour skittles and a in a big old coke, and I had too much sugar, and my tum tum was upset, and so I needed to poo, and <laughs> I tried twice, and he, he kept saying, "I know you're in there." <laughs> Mind you, the place is empty you're besides gonna, me and Zach. It's just me. You're and gonna Zach. have to clean it up when you're done, and I it was it it. it, it it filled me with a feeling I haven't felt since I was like seven, and I was at the the roller rink. Do you remember the like the skating rink? Was uh, it called like uh, Dazzles or whatever? Yeah, whatever it was on the south, like something, something down by like the that. avenue, like behind yeah, the yeah, avenue. Yeah. Um, and I was in there, and this kid just kept because there were no like doors in the bathroom. It was just like a long hallway and then a toilet, <laughs> and then you would like like you had to walk like pretty long way around the hallway, so there was like a, a sense of privacy, but there was no like door. And this kid was just like watching me poop, and he was like, "You're pooping, <laughs> you're a poop head." And I was like, "No, no, go away." And I was like seven, and it took me back to then. And then you got so then I wrong. didn't go. I didn't go a third time, and I needed to. And then I almost pooped myself on the way home. You have You're you're in labor. You having contractions? <laughs> Hunter was trying to talk to me and just be like, "It's fine. You're you're fine. You're doing great. Just, well. just breathe." I was just like, you're "Grab okay. this, <laughs> grab the roof." <laughs> For the ceiling. Um, yeah, they didn't give us our waffle. Uh, so, Zach... Ha- Someone hit a dinger. Who, for who bats? Who bats before uh, Michael Harris? Rosario? I guess Rosario hit a dinger. Someone just hit a dinger. So, is it 7-4? Yes, it was 7-4. to four. Um, I So, I hit 36 hours straight with no sleep that day. That's crazy. So I got home at four twenty, four twenty-five, a.m. Because your Waffle House had been dropped you off and drove home. So I stayed up. I like changed clothes, worked for like twenty minutes, and then at five I went to the gym, and I did like two sets, and my energy crashed. And <coughs> I was like, "Oh, I'm exhausted." <laughs> Wait, you worked for twenty minutes? So you yeah, just like, like I was clock I was time like, at like four thirty in the morning. Yeah. Yep. Because I was, I had, to, I had twenty minutes to kill. So I was like, I'm just gonna work for a little bit. And then I went to the gym, 
and I was funny. I did like a few sets, and then I just the weights got like ten times heavier because like my body was just like <laughs> had nothing left. Yeah. And so I got back, and I planned to take like a half day, but I ended up working. I had therapy that day at one. I thought I was going to go to therapy, be done working, to come back take a nap. So I actually ended up working till like four. <laughs> oh God! And I would have, um, I would have like. It's like a roller coaster where I'd be like on a high. I had like four cups of coffee, and I was like, "Dude, driving home, I was like in the, I was, I was high on life. I felt great. I was jamming, like cruising. You know, I was so wide at, awake at four in the morning. At four were... in the morning. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt great. Went to the gym, got back. Me and Hollis went on a golf cart ride. Got caught in the rain. We we're having a blast. It was so much fun. <laughs> great time. At about ten thirty, I was like, "Holy shit, I'm exhausted." <laughs> <laughs> And so I would just like crash. I'd be at my desk. And I was just crashing. Then I got a second wind, had therapy. It was great. You know, I got started talking. Then at like 3.45 or 4.30, I was like done. And so I slept for like an hour. Okay. At like five. And then. Did you I go to bed to, at eight when, when, went, when I went to, bed, went to bed? I went to bed at like 8.30 and I slept till five the next morning. Nice. Yeah. I'd do it again um, though. I had a blast. When, you, when you're sleep deprived like that, are you. Uh, like more emotional, emotionally available in like a therapy session. Like, were you, were you Maybe. an open door a, or were you just like closed session. down? It was a great okay. session. Cool, I walked cool. in, I was like, "Hey, I've been awake for thirty six hours. Just bear with me." <laughs> she was like, "Cause, cause you know, Billy." She was like, "What?" Yeah. And I was like, "It's, it's Zach's fault. Don't worry about it." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all me. It's all me. But no, it was great. It was, it was a fun week. I would do it again in a heartbeat. And I loved it. And then also, like, we both had, a, I think, a stretch during the film where we were like fighting it. At like one I was thirty. I was fighting it for a little bit because because there's a lot of like uh, uh, story building in the beginning, and then there's a lot of like intense like oh we're trying to build a bomb, and then directly after that, it's like the the uh, I don't want to say fallout, but I'm I just did it. It is kind of the fallout. Uh, I hate that that's though. A, that's a yeah, it's tough. Yeah, but carry on. But the fallout of of that decision to 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 make the bomb and you know blah 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 the implications of using it, um and in in that part I was fighting it for a little bit but I woke up, I woke up because I wanted to because yeah. the end is so powerful like the last words that are spoken are just so fucking good oh yeah so oh, I yeah. wanted to be I wanted to be fully awake for that yeah that was fun that was a good time anyway should we do whiskey shots and wrap it up yeah let's do whiskey shots are you ready. Uh, yeah. Two whiskey. Sweet, sweet whiskey. Clink. Oh, clink it to the microphone. Oh, clink. <sighs> Why did yours sound metal? That's a cool metal shot glass you have. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, little anyway, tin. Zach, where can, where, where can they find us? You know I don't know. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, first off, Zach, great job. You, I mean, 20 minutes in, you, you, you knew, I mean, earlier than that, but at 20 minutes, you guess. Oh, we didn't do a movie in a minute. Oh, well. I guess these, doesn't matter for this. We'll refine this as we go. But, yeah, but yeah. Let's skip it for this week because we're over an hour. Yeah. That's why we're over, an, that's why we had extra time. That's true, yeah, yeah. Um, but job well done. So the next time we do this, Zach will watch the movie. And then mm-hmm. I will not know. Um, if you guys thought it was fun, let us know. If not, then too bad, I guess. We had fun time. Zach, did you enjoy it? Did you have fun? 
I did have, it felt really good in the moment where I figured out what movie it was. Yeah. It probably would have been funnier if I didn't figure it out ever or if I didn't figure it out until like 50 minutes in. Yeah. But, um, well, I mean, we're not going to get every one, right? Like it's no. going to, it's going to be more difficult. So, but, but hey, yeah, I liked, I liked that. Try new stuff. Do you, do you feel like it was compelling conversation? I think so. I think so. Okay. Okay. Because once, cause once, once, once you, because either it's funny and it's silly, or once we know what it is, we can actually just talk about stuff. Um, but you guys tell us: Did you like it? Did you think it was stupid? Do you think we're stupid? That's fine too. But if you want to tell us, you can email us at butisitgoodpodcast at gmail dot com or b i i g podcast at gmail dot com. We have both of those emails. Also, you can follow us on X, whatever it's called now, Twitter. At B I I G podcast. Follow mm-hmm. us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at But Is It Good Podcast. Follow me if you want to at Hunter Callahan Music everywhere. You can follow Zach on Instagram. He doesn't get on it, but it's fine. At Zach with an H to the number, the T H A future dot three one. Um, and next week we're going to do The Departed, continue on with our Scorsese series that we didn't know we were doing. And yeah, that's about it, I think. Zach, you got anything else to add? Um, you, feeling, you feeling a Braves comeback tonight? Yeah? Uh, it's possible. It's not out, out of the question. Something just happened to uh, Sean Murphy. The umpire... Oh, let's see. Uh, foul ball. Ooh, kind of hit. Ooh, ooh. So the foul ball, a batter tipped a ball, kind of hit him in the ribs where there wasn't any padding. But then a backswing came and hit him in the back of the head, so nice. he got like double double boinked. Ouch. Anyway, I'm just gonna I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna uh, go like that. I'm I'm feeling a uh, ooh is he is his head bleeding? Oh no. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Sorry. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah.